Laudator Jesus Christus, Vatican and World News. In the headlines this Sunday, March the 3rd, Pope Francis calls for a ceasefire for Gaza and for the entire region as hopes dwindle for a mediation in Egypt talks. Turkey calls for a ceasefire in the Russian war against Ukraine as attacks launched by both sides cause more death and destruction. And at a time when military spending is soaring due to conflicts across the world, the Pope challenges our family of nations to work for disarmament. In the Vatican, I'm Linda Bordoni. Basta, per favore, diciamo tutti noi. Basta, per favore. Pope Francis has called on us all to say, enough, stop the war in the Middle East. Fermatevi. Every day in my heart, I carry the pain and suffering of the populations in Palestine and Israel due to the ongoing hostilities, said Pope Francis on Sunday in yet another heartfelt appeal for a ceasefire in Gaza. Porto quotidianamente nel cuore con dolore and expressing grief for the thousands of dead, the wounded, the displaced, the immense destruction that wreaks pain and suffering on the smallest and most defenceless who see their future compromised, the Pope called on all men and women of goodwill to raise their cry for peace. Speaking during the Angelus in St Peter's Square, he asked, do we really think we are building a better world in this way? Mi domando, davvero si pensa di costruire un mondo migliore in questo modo? Davvero si pensa di raggiungere la pace? Let us all say, enough please, he repeated. Stop the war. Basta, per favore, diciamo tutti noi, basta, per favore. The Pope continued with an appeal to go forward with negotiations for an immediate ceasefire in Gaza and throughout the region. So that the hostages may be freed and returned to their anxiously awaiting loved ones, he said. And so the civilian population may have safe access to necessary and urgent humanitarian aid. Meanwhile, as Nathan Morley reports, there are growing fears of famine in northern Gaza. The head of the Norwegian Refugee Council, who has just returned from Gaza, said he believes there is now a famine in the north of the territory. Jan Hegeland told the BBC that he had been prepared for a nightmare, but what he saw was much worse. He said that was because Israel was not opening nearby border crossings to let aid in. He also condemned the United States, Germany and the UK for selling weapons to Israel. After having been among these families who have sisters and children and and the elderly killed around themselves to say, I would not give any arms to this. I would have my fingerprints on a crime scene as these countries that have given the arms to this now have, in my view, and there will be a day of judgment for this. Over the weekend, Jordan and the United States jointly carried out airdrops of aid to Gaza. The U.S. Air Force said three planes carried 66 packs containing around 38,000 meals. 
Meanwhile, mediators in the Gaza conflict are meeting in Cairo to try and reach agreement on a temporary ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. Israel has been waging a war on Gaza after Hamas sprang a deadly surprise attack on Israel in October last year. Since then, the war has killed 30,000 Palestinians and injured 71,000 in Gaza. Elsewhere, three Hezbollah fighters have been killed and one member of the civil defence injured in an Israeli strike on southern Lebanon. The Lebanon-Israel border has been witnessing increased tension since October the 8th. In another regional development, the UN Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has welcomed a decision by the European Commission to release 50 million euros to the UN Relief and Works Agency for Palestinian Refugees, known as UNRWA. The organisation was established by the UN General Assembly and is funded almost entirely by voluntary contributions from UN member states. For Vatican Radio, this is Nathan Morley reporting. Meanwhile, also at the Angeles, the Pope did not forget to turn his and our attention to the war in Ukraine. During his Angeles address, he said, please do not forget the tormented Ukraine. There is so much sorrow in that land. Per favore, non dimentichiamo la martoriata Ucraina, dove ogni giorno muoiono tanti. C'è tanto dolore, no? Meanwhile, Moscow claimed on Sunday that Ukraine launched a massive drone strike on the Russian-occupied Crimean Peninsula, prompting Turkey to call for a ceasefire. The attack came as Ukrainian authorities said that the bodies of a mother and baby were found in the rubble of an apartment block in the Ukrainian Black Sea port city of Odessa, bringing the death toll from a Russian drone attack to 10. Stefan Boss tells us more. Russia's defense ministry said Ukraine launched 38 drones on the Crimea Peninsula, which Moscow annexed from Ukraine in 2024. However, the ministry claimed its air defenses destroyed all of them. It did not say whether any damage or casualties resulted from the attack, with unconfirmed reports of powerful explosions near the port of Fedosia. Separately, Russian authorities said there was an emergency in an apartment building in St. Petersburg, with local news media claiming a Ukrainian drone hit a residential building in Russia's second largest city. Residents were evacuated and there were no immediate reports of casualties. However, the reported Ukrainian attacks came after the Ukrainian city of Odessa was hit by a Russian strike. Rescuers have found a killed mother and a baby here, among other victims already discovered beneath the rubble of this apartment block. Officials say the complex was hit by debris from an Iranian-made drone launched by Russia's military. Russian attacks, including artillery and mortar strikes causing deaths and injuries, were also reported elsewhere in Ukraine, including in the eastern province of Kharkiv and its regional capital with the same name. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky said the attacks underscored the need for the faster delivery of Western weapons. But Turkey, which has brokered grain deals in the past, urged a ceasefire in the more than two-year-old war sparked by Russia's invasion of Ukraine. For Vatican Radio, I am Stefan Bos, reporting. 
At a time in which military spending is soaring due to the many conflicts afflicting the world, Pope Francis on Sunday urged all members of the great family of nations to be courageous and work for disarmament. He recalled that on March the 5th, the second International Day for Disarmament and Non-Proliferation Awareness is observed. How many resources are wasted on military expenses that, due to the current situation, sadly continue to increase, the Pope exclaimed. Speaking during his Angelus address, he expressed his hope for a shift in mindset and investments. I strongly hope, Pope Francis said, that the international community understands that disarmament is, above all, a duty. Disarmament is a moral obligation. Highlighting how important this issue is, the Holy Father reiterated the concept, saying we need to engrave this in our minds. This, he added, requires courage from all members of the great family of nations to shift from the balance of fear to a balance of trust. And in uh, Burkina Faso, some 170 people, including many women and children, have been reportedly executed in attacks on three villages. A public prosecutor of the North African Western Sahel nation reported the killings and appealed for witnesses to help find those who attacked Komsilga, Nordin and Soro. It is not known which group was behind the attacks. Separately, army chiefs in Burkina Faso warned of the increased risk of attacks by militants, including attacks on urban centres. The country's army seized power in 2022, but more than a third of Burkina Faso is now controlled by insurgents. An investigation is ongoing into the village attacks in Yatenga province on the 25th of February. And finally, marking the third Sunday of Lent, Pope Francis encouraged the faithful to strengthen their relationship with God through prayer, trust and intimacy. Thaddeus Jones tells us more. Addressing the visitors and pilgrims in St. Peter's Square for the Midday Angelus Prayer, Pope Francis reflected on the Sunday Gospel for the day that recounts the episode when Jesus drove out the merchants from the temple, admonishing all by saying, Stop making my father's house a marketplace. Pope then examined how our approach to the Lord differs depending on whether we have a market or home-type mindset. The market approach to temple worship recalls when it was enough to buy a lamb and consume it on the altar of coals to be right with God, he explained, a process of purchasing, paying, and consuming. The idea instead of the temple being understood as a home implies the opposite, he said, where one goes there to meet the Lord and draw close to him as well as to our brothers and sisters as a community that shares joys and sorrows. The zealous action of Jesus recounted in today's gospel shows how the Lord does not accept the market temple that takes the place of the house temple, the Pope explained, adding that the market approach creates a distant and mercenary relationship with God. While the 
home understanding, and intimate, trusting rapport with the Lord, as in a loving family. He underscored that the Lord came to bring communion with him and among our brothers and sisters. Our Lenten journey calls on us to build a greater sense of home within ourselves and all around us, the Pope went on to say, first towards God through prayer, like children who knock confidently at the Father's door without getting tired, and next through building fraternity with our brothers and sisters, saying there's a great need for it in our world today. He suggested we examine the nature of our relationships with others and whether we take the first step to bring down the walls of silence or bridge the emptiness that stands between us. I'm Thaddeus Jones. And that brings us to the end of this edition of Vatican and World News. Of course, you can... Join us again tomorrow at this same time for more. Meanwhile, for these and other stories, please visit our website at www.vaticannews.va. And you can also catch our latest updates on Facebook, X and our Instagram pages. My thanks go to Alberto Giovannetti in studio in the Vatican. I'm Linda Bordoni. Bye-bye.